Prepare your ears for some weird candy. Weird candy. Weird candy. Weird candy. Weird candy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weird Candy. Um, hope Tuesday's going okay for you and butthole of the work week isn't kicking you too hard. Um, thanks for coming back and checking us out. Please uh, please make sure you give us some ratings. Um, we got yet another creepy tale of uh, spookiness. This one's pretty spooky. So my name's Chris, and I hope you guys are ready to take a walk on the weird side. Let's jump right in. In late 2005, a story popped up on a message board on 4chan saying, Hey, let's make a new monster. The page was flooded with ideas, but the one that stood out would become a legend pulled straight out of a nightmare. Originally described as six feet tall, pale grayish skin, three eyes, hinged jaw with several dull but not blunt teeth, can walk upright but moves quicker on four legs, eats meat, and will attack if provoked. While initially referred to as Operation Crawler, the creature would eventually become known as the Rake. On July 20th, 2006, a story was posted on the personal blog of Something Awful user Brian Somerville. It was the first story in a series called Horror Theater. Uh, the tale talks of encounters with a, quote, tall, naked man or a hairless, dog-looking creature that crawls on all fours, has two large eyes that can glow bright white or be endlessly black, long, dangly limbs that look contorted with massive claws on each hand that resemble a garden rake, uh, hence the name, and he's apparently able to communicate through telepathy. See? Told you. Fucking nightmare fuel. God. Man, the imagination of some people. Jeez. Uh... Anyway, according to legend, a rash of strange events in 2003 throughout the northeastern United States attracted brief media attention, but unfortunately most written accounts, or any proof of the coverage at all, have been destroyed. The 2003 sightings were focused in uh, rural New York State. It seems like they fall into uh, one of three categories. Uh, number one uh, being those who die mysteriously or mysteriously commit suicide. Number two, those who wake up to find the rake standing over them or discovering unexplained scratches on their arms. Ah, man, gotta, gotta say, not really seen an upside to either of those. Uh, or number three, what is called, quote, the fleeting glimpse. And uh, honestly, uh, the one that doesn't result in my death or me shitting my pants is definitely going to be my preferred method of being a witness. Uh, if I have to be a witness, yeah, I'm going number three here. Uh, all the way. <laughs> the first mention of a rake seems to come from a Mariner's Log dated 1691. Now, actual pictures of that logbook, they don't seem to exist. But anyway, the entry reads, quote, He came to me in my sleep. From the foot of my bed, I felt his sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. Uh, now, I'm a little rusty on my 17th century explorer's dialect, but uh, a quick Google search does make this seem a little, I don't know, shall we say uh, suspicious? But, you know, we're going to go with it anyway. <laughs> there are some sites that claim that the rake was rig uh, originally a Slenderman. Slenderman? Slender women? Slender woman? Eh, why not? Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, a slender man that became so deranged that it mutilated its own body until it turned into what is being reported. That's, oh, that's, I could just, my, my mind just, it, it just goes there and I can just picture this so vividly. It's insane. Uh, so, uh, some have gone as far as to say that these creatures are the same as what the ancient Native Americans called a Wendigo. But I think that's a piece of candy uh, for another time. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into some Native American lore. Uh, I guarantee we will. It's just going to happen. So we're going to leave that one right there. Uh, before we go any further, I feel like maybe we should um, give a quick definition of the term rake. 
at least in, in historical context, uh, a rake was a man habituated to immoral conduct, particularly womanizing. Often a rake was also prodigal, wasting his fortune on gambling, wine, women, and song, while incurring lavish debt in the process. Comparable terms are libertine and debauche. Ah, French, debauche. Man, I feel so goddamn cultured right now. It's awesome. Uh, anyway, so so now that we have a, a historical understanding of how the term was used, um, you know, who knows? Uh, maybe these creatures that are being witnessed, maybe they're just, you know, some old womanizing sots that sold their souls and are cursed to roam the earth forever as, you know, this mangled creature with fucking nightmare claws. I don't know. That's crazy. Oh. Um, moving on. The next account reportedly was found in a Spanish journal dated 1880. The translation reads, I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow, black. They saw me and pierced me. His wet hand, his voice. And it trails off and uh, the rest is indecipherable. Now, unfortunately, I'm even rustier on my 19th century Spanish than I am on my 17th century English. So maybe this is more, I don't know, phonetically accurate for the times. I do have to say, though, that, you know, the lack of names of, of the authors of these logs, journals, uh, it kind of bugs me a little bit. You know, I mean, if these are historical reports, it, it seems like there's, I mean, there's little to no reason to hide the identities. Uh, I mean, you'll, you'll see as we go on, like, you know, some of these are a little more recent and <clears throat> it that kind of, to me, makes sense. Like, you know, maybe you don't want people looking at you like town fruitcake, Um you know, I mean, you know, oh, that guy's a nut job. You know, you go to take your trash out, you know, but, uh, you know, and everybody's looking weird at you. But, you know, to not cite any kind of a credible source on these, I mean, it's peculiar to say the least. Uh, the next report associated with the rake is a suicide note from 1964. Again, like I said, you know, newer. Uh, the note was found in a wooden box, and it reads as follows. As I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assuage any guilt or pain I have introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone other than him. For once I awoke and felt his presence. And once I awoke and saw his form. Once again I awoke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. Whew, kind of creepy, like gives me a little bit of chills, you know. Uh, found in the same wooden box were two empty envelopes addressed to a, a William and a Rose. And then there was one loose letter that read simply, Dearest Lenny, I have prayed for you. He spoke your name. I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy, right? <laughs> like, I mean, did the rake torment this poor bastard until the prospect of death seemed like the only possible escape? You know, with some kind of mental illness to blame. I mean, after all, you know, disorders went mostly undiagnosed during the 60s, especially for men, you know. Uh, was he being haunted by a demonic entity? Or was this just, you know, a made-up letter to help solidify the story? Uh, what I do know is that it absolutely had my imagination going batshit crazy. I mean, could you imagine being Lenny? Oh, my God, there's no way. Like, the family's just like, uh, hey, uh, you know, and I guess since, you know, name wasn't given, we'll call him, uh, Gaylord. Yeah, hey, there you go, Gaylord. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, Gaylord killed himself. Yeah, yeah, uh, real sad, real sad. Uh, but anyway, he left a note for you. And then you read it, you're like, what the fuck? You know, what the hell does that mean? Like, who spoke right now? Like, am I going to fucking die? Like, what? Who's coming for me? You know, <laughs> is this the fucking Pillsbury Dover? Like, ah, God, that would just drive me insane. I don't, I don't know that, uh, like, how long would it take you just to, like, get over that letter? Like, reading that and... and like, man, oh, that would just fuck with your head just endlessly. Ah, it's so insane. God, it kills me. 
Uh, another report comes in 2006. Uh, according to the report, in 2003, a family had returned from a 4th of July trip to Niagara Falls. After a long day of travel, and again, no names were given, so we're going to go with uh, Hank, Hank and Peggy. <laughs> God, been on a King of the Hill here. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the couple uh, quickly put the kids to bed, and they decided to call it a night themselves. Around 4 a.m., Peggy woke up thinking that Hank had gotten up to use the bathroom, so she figured, hey, this is a good time to steal back the covers. Uh, as she went to steal the covers back, she discovered that Hank had never gotten out of bed at all. As the realization sank into her half-awake mind, Hank gasped and pulled his knees to his chest so quickly that he damn near knocked Peggy out of the bed. At the foot of the bed, she saw what appeared to either be a naked man or a hairless dog-like creature. Well, that's fucking creepy, right? Uh, its body looked as if it had been hit by a car or something. Peggy's initial reaction, on, like according to the report, it, it was one of sympathy rather than fear. Like, <laughs> I mean, how, how half asleep do you have to be to have that kind of thought, you know? But uh, and what seemed like, you know, what seemed like a flurry of motions, the creature scrambled around the bed until it was within a foot of Hank's face. The rake was silent for what seemed like an eternity before it turned and ran into the hallway towards the kids' rooms. Peggy leapt from the bed and bolted toward the hallway, flipping on the light as she did, only to be frozen by what she saw. There, standing in the hallway, lit only by the light from the bedroom, was the creature covered in blood. After turning on the hall light, there stood her daughter, Clara. Hey, we got a name. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Clara was injured pretty severely. Her only words were, he is the rake. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, damn it, damn it. I hate it when the kids are the victim. I don't, I don't know. It's always like so much easier to cope with bad things happening to adults. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's a parental instinct. Maybe, you know, it's just the, the whole innocence of children. I don't know. Ah, oh, shit kills me. Uh, anyway, Hank scooped up Clara, put her in the car and left to rush her to the hospital. Uh, somewhere along the way, he drove the car into a lake, killing both himself and Clara in the process. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, news got around pretty quickly. And, you know, at first the police were helpful. But the interest from them and the press, it died off even faster than it arose. Um, at this point, I just kind of assumed that Peggy was considered maybe, you know, town nut job. I mean, that's just my opinion. But you figure a story like that gets out, and people are going to be like, uh-huh, yeah, smoking some crack there, buddy. <laughs> uh, after several months, Peggy and her son Justin, hey, we got another name. Uh, they, they, For several months, they stayed in a hotel close to Peggy's parents. Um, but after so long, they did decide to go back to their home. While searching for answers, she located a man in the next town over that had a uh, had had a, a similar experience and knew of two other people that had also had run-ins with the rake. Over roughly a two-year period, uh, the four of them compiled a small collection of what is believed to be encounters with you know the rake. Some of which you know, it, I don't know. Some of which we've talked about here, and some of which seem to have been you know just completely deleted from existence. Uh, there were, however, at least according to this report. Several instances that uh, talked about the creature making multiple visits to the same victims over and over. Uh, and many of these also reported that the rake had spoken to them as well, like in their minds, their telepathy. Ugh, fuck that. That's so creepy. Ugh. Um, after reading these reports, Peggy decided to set up a recorder while she slept. Uh, she did this every night for weeks, spending the following days to quickly scan through the recordings, you know. On the first day of the third week, uh, she heard what she described as a shrill voice. Now, Peggy swears that it is the voice of the rake, but she, she never transcribed it, uh, nor did she ever let anyone else listen to the recording. Does that mean it doesn't exist? Uh, of course not. Um, it does kind of like, man, like you finally you know, have a, what I'm assuming would be proof. I mean, and you're just going to be like, 
nah, I'm out. Screw that. You know, <laughs> that seems uh, seems odd to me. But uh, anyway, a- another report comes from an anonymous subreddit user, and it goes as follows. I hid my head under the blanket and stayed as still as possible. I could see a faint silhouette through the fabric. It looked like a hairless dog with a warped body with long, distorted arms. The creature walked across the floor and crawled out of sight. I could only assume that it had gone up the steps. I didn't sleep at all. I I held still and refused to allow myself to move until dawn. My mother came down the steps, confused and a bit aggravated. She had asked me to come upstairs and look at the wall. The walls had been covered with long scratches. The distance between the marks were large. The hands must have been at least six inches wide. We moved within the following weeks, and it wasn't until four years ago that I heard of the rake. Um, now, to me, like personally, uh, I guess the context, uh, you know, somebody had commented, kind of given it a little context, you know, that he was sleeping and he woke up to see this you know, creature, so he pops his head under the covers. Uh, his re- actual report doesn't have any kind of back context to it, so you're, I, maybe that's on purpose to allow your imagination to run even crazier. Um, uh, personally, though, I mean, this one feels more like, you know, I don't know, somebody's just trying to get upvotes on Reddit, you know, I mean... Again, there, there's no backstory, you know. Uh, I mean, is he just, you know, is he sleeping and then, oh, boom, you know, like we talked about. Or, you know, did, uh, you know, did he wake up and, you know, like just feel something so he was hiding. I mean, it just kind of seems a little fishy to me. Um, and, you know, the second part of the, the second thing that kind of bugs me is, you know, my hands are a little over four inches wide. I'm not a real big guy, you know. So to say, oh, the hands are five, six inches wide. I mean, that just... That's not very impressive to me. Um, again, just my opinion. But I tell you what, the oh, still creepy as shit. Uh, after following that particular subreddit a little further, um, I did come across another supposed account, and it gives what has to be my favorite description ever. Oh, this is great. You guys are going to love this. Uh, <laughs> it starts out, I, I quote, I woke up at 3 a.m. to the feeling of something watching me. Uh, you know, backstory is always good. See, like, you know, hey, I woke up at 3 a.m. Boom, something's watching me. Uh, back into the quote. Uh, I felt extremely uneasy. I rolled over to look around the room, and my eyes locked onto something standing beside my mom. Uh, not really sure why his mom was hanging out with the rake in his room in the middle of the night, but sure, you know, whatever. <laughs> that seems odd to me. <laughs> like, oh, hey, mom. Like, she's just watching you sleep. Like, once my buddy the rake? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, it was all, it was extremely tall, but looked as if it had broken back and couldn't stand up completely. It was slouched over and had extremely pale skin, bones sticking out under the skin everywhere due to how skinny it was. It had long claws hanging from both hands. Its face was sunken in and eyes were completely black holes. Oh, this is my favorite part. You guys ready? A few greasy hairs were visible on its head. It had no clothes, but also no genitals or nipples. <laughs> Man, damn, I love it. Uh, so, so if you see a, a creature with, uh, you know, with uh, no no genitals, or if you, if you see one with genitals and nipples, you might you might want to mace it and call the cops. You know, that's probably not a rake. I mean, apparently the rake doesn't have a doesn't have any uh, organs or nipples. <laughs> I don't know why that gets you. <laughs> well, it's got some greasy hairs. And, huh? Where are the nipples? Where's 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 the down south parts? <laughs> oh, I love it so much. It, that's my favorite favorite thing ever. <laughs> Um, as of May of 2020, the verdict is still out on whether this monster is literally nothing more than a made-up story put together by an unknown number of people on the internet, or if just maybe this thing has been driving people to madness or even death for centuries. Uh, you know, so, some of the reports are, you know, they're a little off, but some of them seem fairly believable, you know, and, and you know, you could, again, you could trace so many things back, like, all the way through, like, you know, the Native Americans, and even further sometimes, you know, to where it may not be the exact description, 
but man, they're so similar. You know, maybe they just didn't have the same, you know, use the same terminology that we use today. That's, it, it's, I don't know. It's some of it, you know, if you, if you allow it, ooh, man, uh, there are several videos on YouTube that claim to depict a rake. Uh, one of them was posted in August of 2011 under the hashtag think before you flush <laughs> sewer creature spotted. Uh, wow. Yeah. I guess I'll start thinking of before flush. That's weird. Uh, uh, and it was posted by United Utilities. Um, you know, uh, another video to possibly check out, it's titled uh, The Rake Creature Caught on Camera. And it was posted by Relicane, R-E-L-L-I-K-A-I-N. Uh, honestly, uh, the, this one, it feels like it could very easily be a hoax. I mean, it's just my gut feeling, but you should check it out for yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, a more recent video was posted in 2019, and it's titled, quote, Faceless Creature Stalks Moose in Canadian Forest. And it was posted by Latin Pianist. <laughs> I'm so childish, I swear. I'm, I'm just like a, a little kid, you know? A pianist always makes me laugh. Isn't that weird? Uh, this one's odd. I mean, it, 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 it definitely seems like it could very plausibly, you know, plausibly be a man. But, you know... I mean, it, it, could, it could it could really just be completely fake. You know, technology is so crazy awesome these days. But you know, the video is pretty compelling. It's 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 a cool watch. You definitely check that one out. Uh, I don't know. Uh, either way you look at it, you know, the story is it's pretty fucking terrifying. Honestly, you know, not only does it evoke feelings of being you know stuck in a nightmare that you can't wake up from, but it also drives this like realistic fear of not being able to protect yourself or your family. Uh, that's oh, that's I mean that's got to be just one of the the, the most gut wrenching feelings you could ever have you know is that helplessness. Um, as as the light shines on a new day, you know it's it's easy to sit here and push this off as just another creepy pasta piece of folklore, you know. But man, as night begins to loom, it does get easier to imagine that every noise, every shadow could possibly be the rake coming to say hello. Remember, an open mind leads to endless possibilities. See you next time for another piece of weird candy.